A mentor is crucial. But it's someone with an alternative perspective. They can help you mitigate any risks that might come up when you're trying to propose something brand new, when you want to really make a difference. They can help you gain perspective also on your life and, and help you to look inwardly a little bit more than than you would normally do. How to build relationships with uh, key people in an organization. They say experience is the best teacher, but they didn't say that experience has to be yours. DC4A and ITC are teaming up because we understand the importance of mentors for youth entrepreneurs. When just starting out, it's critical to be connected to the right people at the right time with the right information. As VC4A and ITC both support platforms that enable young entrepreneurs to start up and scale, we wanted to take this time to compile our knowledge and information and connect with our various mentors to bring that information direct to you over this pod. Hi everyone, my name is Claire Sterngold. And I'm David Coleman. Welcome to MentorWise, a podcast that aims to better prepare young entrepreneurs for working with a mentor by providing first-hand insights from seasoned mentors and experienced mentees on how to work with a mentor to get the most out of him or her. This podcast is brought to you by VC4A and the International Trade Center's Youth and Trade Program. To get you a broad range of insights about mentorship, we interviewed six seasoned mentors and three mentees on mentorship issues we believe will help you find, initiate, and maintain a healthy relationship with the mentors of your choice. As we address various aspects of mentorship, we will share their insights. To save time, you can find their profiles in the links provided in the description. The International Trade Center, or ITC, is the joint agency of the World Trade Organization and the United Nations. It is the only development agency fully dedicated to supporting small businesses in developing economies to become more competitive and connected to global markets for trade and investment. Thus, raising incomes and generating employment opportunities, particularly for vulnerable groups, such as women, young people, and marginalized communities. In doing so, the ITC contributes directly to 10 global goals for sustainable development. In your search for a mentor, you might click through dozens of profiles, attend long events, and send numerous unanswered cold emails, all to no avail. At VC4A, we help startups unlock their next opportunities. You're actually just a few clicks away from finding quality business mentors. Sign up at vc4a.com to find your next business mentor in our mentorship marketplace, or if you're a mentor, you can join our mentor-driven capital course to earn your mentorship certificate in the VC4A Academy. It's all completely free. We have hundreds of vetted mentors from around the world who have experience in emerging markets ready to help you address your challenges. It can be that easy, so head on over to vc4a.com and sign up. But first, sit back and enjoy this episode. So David, let's dive into this episode's overarching question. Is a mentor actually necessary? To get to the bottom of this, we're going to ask our two mentee guests for today some sub-questions to really pull out their answers and to learn whether a mentor is necessary. Today, we're going to hear mostly from Ozal Zesha of Pakistan and Satebe Manake of Botswana. And throughout the episode, you're going to hear some sprinkles of our expert mentors that you'll be hearing more from in subsequent episodes. So David, let's dive in. What type of support can a mentor really provide? Hi, everyone. I'm Ozal Zesha, and I'm the CEO and founder of ClassNotes. ClassNotes uh, is an edtech platform that helps students ace their standardized tests and their academic exams. 
Um, we started this platform in 2017, and in the three years that we've been working on this, we've served more than 4 million students, 50% uh, of which are girls from underprivileged areas, and 30% of this uh, user base is from low-income communities. Uh, this is a research-backed solution that is helping students in more than 15 countries get access to online education. So, so everyone who is running a startup, uh, I think of running as a startup as a journey, and in your journey, you'll find a lot of problems, you'll find a lot of hurdles. And as an entrepreneur, you're focused, you're so focused on the product that you're working on or the team that you're working with uh, that you don't get to see the bird's eye view. Uh, so you're basically, you're navigating, uh, how we say, navigating the roads. So you have a, you have a very monolithic kind of vision, uh, a tunnel vision of your journey. But a mentor who has already gone through that journey, he has this bird's eye view who can see everything and all the hurdles from above. So he basically knows the problem that you'll face two or three uh, steps ahead of you. Uh, and I think that's the biggest value that a mentor provides. They basically tell you the problem that you will face, uh, or they can guide you uh, the, the routes that you should take. Uh, and the mentors that are working with us, uh, this is, I think, one of the biggest things I get from them. Uh, I'm so focused on class notes at the moment. I'm so focused on solving the problems that we are having day to day that we don't get to see the big picture of how things will evolve. But that mentor from MIT or that mentor from uh, International Trade Center, they've already gone through this journey and they have this bird's eye view of how this whole map is panned out and how should we, I mean, what is the shortest route to success or exit as we call in uh, startup world. Uh, so they can basically guide you in this. Uh, so if you're, a, if you're a founder who is in it for a long term and uh, who knows this is a really big map to navigate, there are so many routes. There are so many things that you can do. Uh, you need someone on your side who has this bird's eye view and who can basically act as your satellite uh, and tell you where, where the routes, uh, where the different routes go to and what's the shortest route to success that you can take. Uh, so in, in this, that is the analogy that I always give, give to my peers. Uh, just because of this, uh, mentors provide immense value uh, to startups. And especially mentors who are who have who are who have done a startup in your field, uh, there's nothing. I mean, a founder who is a first-time founder can never beat uh, someone, uh, or never beat a competitor who has a mentor on their side who has already been uh, through this journey. So I think this is the biggest value uh, that a mentor provide. And just based on this, uh, the notion that you don't need a mentor uh, proves to be false. Uh, in in short. A mentor is, lo is, is like your satellite, is your, is your Google map who tells you the, the, the shortest route to success. So, so everything, so uh, like everything else in life, uh, there's a special time for everyone. And you don't, you, uh, your mentors are always evolving. Uh, your board of advisors are always evolving as the startup scales. Uh, so initially when we were working on class notes, we, when we were just at the idea stage, I had a mentor who, who is also a Forbes 30 and a 30. And he was, I mean, he was really insightful when it came to strategy and how to do research and surveys. And at that time, he was the perfect guy to help class notes because we figured a lot of things uh, just because he was our advisor. Uh, but as things evolved, uh, we went from zero to 100,000 users in three months. And now we are at a million users. But the, the advisor that we had at that time, uh, he had never worked on such a big product. So there, there, there came this time when everything that he knew, he, he passed on to us, uh, but he could not provide any further value. 
uh, but he could then connect us to someone who was his mentor. So he had a mentor in IBM and he had a mentor in other places. So he connect, connected us with them. So this is how the board of advisors and mentors are always evolving. Uh, I mean, if you have someone like Elon Musk or someone who has built a billion dollar business, that is the type of guy who can remain your mentor for a long time. Uh, but when you're just starting out, you have, you know, very little connections. Uh, and, you know, I am mentored to around three startups. Uh, and I know, like I've been through, I've spent more than three years in the startup world. I know some of the things uh, from experience and I can guide them on those. But I, I realize that once, those, once their startups takes off, uh, there will come a time when I have to pass the baton to someone else and uh, someone in the ecosystem who can help them. Uh, so mentors are always evolving. Uh, I mean, and that is why you have different communities of mentors, right? Uh, even in international trade center, your community and VC for all, uh, there's not just one mentor and who's mentoring everybody. You have different mentors and you who have different skill sets and you basically talk with them as things evolve. Uh, so that's my point of view on it. Uh, and this is what my experience is, that your mentors are, are always evolving uh, and you always change them and you always learn. I mean, you get as much as knowledge you can get out of them. And then there comes a time uh, when you have to say uh, that you need to connect us with someone who has, you know, uh, done bigger things. Now let's hear from Satebe Manake. Um, so my name, like you said, Sitebe Manake. Um, I run a company called Vantage Properties, which I founded back in 2008. Um, my history and my background is real estate. Um, I studied real estate, University of Cape Town, and I went into corporate sector as um, a real estate professional up until I was um, a CEO of a listed company. But during this entire time, the one thing I kept asking myself was rather what is the opportunity that is outside of, of the corporate. Um, and my biggest dream all along was um, to somehow solve the lack of information in the real estate sector. So across the board all the time, I would keep bumping into this thing that there isn't sufficient information for decision-making. There isn't sufficient information for investment into um, real estate in the continent. And that's how really Advantage Properties was formed. It was formed to solve that problem. Um, I think the core thing that, look, the entrepreneurship journey is naturally lonely. And especially, I would say, in Africa, where you don't have a lot of people that have experienced what you're trying to experience. You just need somebody to be able to bounce off um, your thought process with. You need somebody to not allay your fears, but to normalize them. It's okay for you to feel the way that you're feeling. Um, you need somebody to guide your thoughts um, in terms of, look, you're, you're going into uncharted territory, if it is, um, and how does the world work outside of the environment that you're used to or the environment that you want to create? Um, it, as a, 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 a young entrepreneur, you find that you're trying to penetrate into markets that have existed for years and you don't understand sometimes the nuances that are there um, and you don't understand how corporate works, if, if it's a B2B sector or how general the mindset of the market that you're talking about. So sometimes uh, I think the value of a mentor is to give you that sounding board of whether it's market, whether it's business environment or whatever it is, depending on um, which um, what your needs are, there should be that sounding board and provide you that kind of guidance. Because sometimes you start off knowing what you're trying to build and not knowing how, and that's the value of having the mentor there. 
sometimes you're still figuring it out. You're still fig- you know what the problem is, but you're still figuring out exactly what is my business, so what, what's the solution that we're providing. And um, if there's mentors that are able to take you through that journey, which I think is a journey that you need to sort of thresh through it by yourself, but having um, sounding boards there is also helpful. But for me, I found it more helpful um, to have a formal mentorship um, relationship when I knew what I wanted to get out of it, when I had specific goals and I had specific um, expectations um, and I just needed, I specifically needed a particular type of skill set. So um, I think it, 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 it depends. I think there's, there's, there's opportunity across the board, whether you're really just starting and just thinking through ideas or you're mature or you're trying to go into market. And that's what defines what kind of um, mentor you need at that particular point. Um, what does it take to set up and maintain a mentor relationship that can help you and your business grow? So there is this theory that a person in his lifetime or at any given moment, a person can only connect with around 150 to 200 people at the same time. So people who have 500, 600 Facebook friends, uh, even if you ask them, they can only name a few people who are at the top of their top of top of their mind, uh, and the people who are basically uh, they'll they'll say their name. They are the people who are who are in close proximity to them or who they meet with date on daily basis. So if you find someone who you think is a really good mentor who is adding a lot of value uh, to you as a person and to your startup, uh, you need to make sure that you don't take that relationship for granted. Uh, you need to keep bugging them. You need to keep asking, asking them for more information and they make sure that the relationship is alive. It's active. Uh, and one of the things I, I do is uh, whenever I go to US, uh, I stay at the, at the home of my mentor, uh, Dr. Fawad. And in those three or four days in which I stay at his home, we talk about class notes day and night. And so Every six months, there comes a time when I'm at his home. So, and if I don't do that, I'm, I'm sure that there'll come a point when he'll forget about me because there, there are so many people who are asking for his attention, uh, who are demanding that they, he come and solve their problems. So I have to make sure that the people who are really mean to me, uh, who really mean so much to us, uh, we need to make sure that the relationship is alive. Uh, we did this experiment uh, in which I connected with a lot of mentors from Mass Challenge and we basically had a call every, every month. And so we would meet every month uh, after 30 days. And it, what happened was they had lost interest in class notes, even though the problems that we're trying to solve were really, uh, they were really interested in those problems because, but since we, 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 we never talked in the, in the, in the 30 days, uh, they were not interested in mentoring me anymore. But when it comes to mentors who we talk to every single uh, week, and I share messages with them, I WhatsApp them, whatever problem that we face on a daily basis. Those are the people, or those are the mentors are who, who, who I'm sure that will stay with us. Yeah, so when it comes to the relationship, make sure that you are in their minds. If the, if the mentor really means to you, make sure that you are in that 150, in, the, in that group of 150 people that he knows about. Otherwise, you'll, you'll become irrelevant very soon. Uh, because so many people are asking for their attention. So in the, the mentors that we brought on our advisory board in, in COVID, 
uh, we only had zoom meetings we i never met with them in person uh, and the first meetings were basically about you know what the what are the things that we've worked on in the last 3 years what are the challenges that we are facing currently how i think they've done a really good job at their startups and the experience that they've gained can really help me uh, but before covid what i would do is i would in every city that i went to i i looked at the best founders from that city i sent them an email i tried to uh, connect with my friends who who would uh, who are their who are their connections so if you go to linkedin if you open any profile there will be someone mutual uh, you can ask that mutual person to introduce you to that mentor and as soon as the mentor decided uh, that he was interested in solving the problems that he was interesting as coming uh, on board as a mentor i would tell them to have a cup of tea with me or have a cup of coffee with me that's all i would ask to 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 make sure that i meet them in person and see how they are in real life and so one of the best mentors that we have uh we connected uh so we were in germany and we met at around 10 am and we we stayed we we kept talking about the problems that we were facing and the products that we were building till 10 pm uh, so it was 12 12 hours of constant uh, brainstorming that i did with him and you know that just one day and i never met him after that uh, and it's been more than 6 months now uh, but just because of that one day uh, i am so i mean that the relationship is so strong that i can message him on whatsapp you know at midnight like this is a problem that i'm trying to solve what do you think about this and we connected on since we i all i love to travel and he also wanted to travel the whole world this is something that was mutual uh, between us and we talked a lot about traveling uh, and we connected as a person so that is that is what happened with him but most of the mentors that i uh, connected with in covid 19 i have never met them so that relationship is not that strong okay yeah i think if you and i can and i can't advise you to meet that person in 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 ground in real life especially during this covid thing but as soon as this covid thing goes i would my advice would be to meet your meet your mentors in person try to travel with them try to eat a dinner with them uh try to go to their office with them right see how they operate day to day uh and if you can i mean if you if you're as stubborn as me <laughs> don't book a airbnb when you are in a in the city where your mentors are at and ask him like can you stay over at his house and <laughs> that that has also worked wonders for me like you you save money on airbnb and you also make sure that the relationship gets stronger uh so yeah there are different things that you can do uh, and since i am such a frugal person my i would not advise other guys to to use these tricks but these are the things that i use and i think one of the key things is expectations expectations of um how much time do i do we need to spend together when can you call me when can you not call me what's the best way for you to to for us to communicate is it an email is it whatsapp is it calls is it strictly within the time that we've allocated for us to meet um because i think we take we take for granted a lot um how we live our natural lives that we because you're my mentor or my mentee 
whenever I need to talk to you, I can. And it's not always the case. And especially if you're talking to somebody who has advanced in their businesses and they, they're probably much more busy than you are. So respect the, their time. Um, I think that's one of the key things. It's very important to respect their time that they don't have to help you. They don't have to commit any time to you, but um, just value that the time that they have allocated you. So in that first meeting, it will be establishing those things. The, the how, do we, how do we work together going forward? Um, how do I communicate? If I have an emergency, how do I, how do I tell you that I have an emergency? Um, and how soon should I expect you to respond? Um, and yeah, how do how would you respond to something like that? So it's 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 establishing your 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 rules of engagement. I think at the beginning, get to know each other, establish the rules of engagement, and that's for me that's an ideal first meeting. You see, that's the the key thing about personalities of the people that are being matched is very very important. So, for instance, um, I am a very formal, um, book time, write down notes person. And fortunately, my mentor is also the same. We, we, even if we say, let's have a chat tomorrow, we schedule it. It's in our calendar <laughs> like that. Now, can you imagine that type of person who doesn't schedule anything with this mentor? It would be a disaster from the, from the get-go. So... Um, for me, how do we? How do I continue the the thing, the relationship? It's we schedule every meeting. After this one, we schedule the next one. Are we meeting in two weeks? And if there's something crucial that that I need to that we're working on from this meeting, then we say, okay, fine. Let's not meet in two weeks. Let's meet next week, or let's meet let's meet Friday. Um, let's let's have a chat on Friday catch up on where it is and all of that is scheduled for every meeting um i have notes update this is how far uh, uh, i went from the last time we talked um these are the challenges that i had um this is my next plan these are the new challenges that we need to deal with if there are any um sometimes so initially when we started we had a meeting every week now it's every other week um, and sometimes some weeks were like nothing has really happened, so let's meet and let's check next week again. So that's where the 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 that's the least formal that we can be. It's <laughs> let's not have a meeting this week. <laughs> let's meet next week. Um, but the the key thing is to is to give the the feedback continuously engage as much as you possibly can without disrespecting whoever it is that you are um, you're engaging with um, and also not taking for granted that they may be busy with with other things like I said um, and not taking for granted that they understand what you're also going through and what your business is going through so being honest and plain and thinking this is what is happening in the business right now this is what i'm dealing with right now sometimes we schedule to talk about specific topics but when the meeting starts something happened yesterday that is more priority than what we've scheduled to talk about and then i would say to him listen this happened yesterday and i'd rather we talk about that than the schedule thing so it's important to have that um that honest conversation um honest uh continuous feedback 
So I think that we answered our starting question for this episode, which is, is a mentor actually necessary? And I would say our guests, Atebe, Ozal, and all the other mentors you heard from in the beginning have a resounding yes. What do you think? Absolutely. I, I really I really liked the fact that they we had two, um, two very different points of view. You know, Setebe is is quite structured <laughs> and um, and Ozal is really looking at how to build that relationship. So, you know, she was she was all about, you know, how do you make sure that, you know, there's there's a lot of structure. So I think, yeah, they they clearly all everybody we spoke to really believes in the value of having a mentor. Yeah, my my favorite quote, um, which I both aligned on this a bit, but Ozal definitely said that a mentor can tell you what you will probably be facing in the future. And they can really help you to see beyond your blinders because, you know, when you're a young entrepreneur, you're so like uh, into your own business that you don't even know what's happening in the world around you. And a mentor can kind of allow you to see that bird's eye view and like get beyond your own like blinded vision for, for your business. And I think Satebe echoed that as well, that it's someone, you know, who can help you to bounce ideas off of. I really liked when she said that a mentor is someone who can normalize your fears and guide your thoughts. I thought that was super, um, yeah, insightful. Yeah. Yeah, I totally, I think so too. The, 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 the point that Ozal makes about, you know, the focus, the being so focused on your business that you, you kind of lose perspective, being basically being in a bubble right? It's very easy uh-huh. to end up feeling like you're in a bubble and everything's going to go exactly the way you think it's going to go. And no matter how, how um, it's your baby, your business is, is your baby and therefore you will never be fully, you know, objective. And yeah. I think it's, it's, it's that awareness that, uh, that kind of, he, he kind of hammers home with his idea of the satellite, the, the Google maps and every, everything, yeah. you know, like you need somebody else who just doesn't have the attachment that you have. And uh, it's, it's a really strong, you know, reminder to everybody that look, and I, one of the, one of my favorite quotes actually is that when he says that um, a first time founder without a good mentor is very unlikely to, to be able to beat uh, a first time founder who has a good mentor, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Who's, who's especially one who's been in the same industry before. It's, it's, it's that much of a difference. No, but um, then I thought it was interesting when we asked them the second question, you know, about building a relationship with a mentor to make it grow. This part they really differed on, you know, Ozil was like, I do whatever it takes. I'm sleeping over at my mentor's house. Like I'm bothering them. I'm making sure that they know who I am. My presence is there at all times. Cause you know, he, I really like this quote that he had that, you know, you can have thousands of people that are your friends on Facebook, but there's actually a max of people that you can be truly connected with. And he referenced that, you know, with the same with a popular mentor, someone that everyone wants to be connected with, but that person can only give their time to so many people. And, you know, he was saying like, I'm sleeping over at their house. I'm always in their, you know, DMs. And then Satebe was like, no, you need to organize your time to respect their time. And you need to understand that this person has a life. And so I thought those were actually conflicting viewpoints a little bit on how you really foster that relationship. 
Yeah, I I agree. It's it's it seems conflicting, but it just it may be also just a reminder that every situation is different, and every every mentor and every mentee is different, and you really have True. to find somebody who actually who actually matches your energy, right? Um, obviously, Satebe even it actually mentioned that that um, her uh, her mentor would probably not do very well with somebody who's who's quite unstructured. And so, you know, it's it's really about finding somebody who you gel with, um, somebody who who you can motivate in the ways that you naturally like to motivate, you know, somebody to care about your business. Um, I think, yeah, it, the way um, Ozal put it was that, you know, this is not this is not the way everybody should do it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he actually yeah. advised against doing it, but I think it's a um, it's a reminder that look, everybody, you have to find out what what's really um what your what the kind of person that your mentor is and how you can really lock in and build a relationship that that both of you can really value and uh, feel like you're getting something out of yeah and i really liked how satebe was just talking about um that you know a mentor you can build up a relationship but then kind of like most relationships in your life that they evolve and there might be a time when, you know, you no longer uh, need that person or your skill sets or your even your time constraints no longer match up. Um, and I think Ozal was pretty much in agreement on that, that, you know, you can grow and build a relationship with someone, but you also need to be um, kind of open to the fact that at some point that relationship may no longer be useful to you and it might be time to move on. Yeah, I think the 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 idea of the relationship evolving was something that um Ozal really you know uh mentioned a couple of times because and i think it's a strong point that although you know you find somebody and eventually you might have to move on but i think he he, he was also very clear about the fact that 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 relationship doesn't necessarily end it just um they make maybe see you through to the next person and um, they still stay in your network of of people. Um, I think it. I think they 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 were definitely in agreement about the fact that there's it is a it is an evolution and things will change, and you just have to you just have to, yeah, roll with the with the changes. Yeah, definitely. But don't burn any bridges. <laughs> you yeah, never def- know when that'll definitely. come back to haunt you. Yeah. So. Great. Well, I think that, yeah, we got some really incredible insights out of um, these two and, you know, there's more to come and you heard in the intro and in the closing, like there's so many amazing um, mentors and we just heard from these two mentees today um, who both, you know, have very different businesses, very different backgrounds, very different experiences, but a lot of alignment on a lot of different things. So I think, yeah, our, our takeaway is that is a mentor actually necessary? Yes, for sure. Yeah, absolutely. And I think um, it was nice to start with the mentees because this is really a question that a mentee should really um, answer, you know, is is the is a mentor really worth having? Um, but yeah, we have, I think, like you're saying, we have a lot of really, really, we had a lot of really, really great answers uh, from, from the mentors that we spoke to. And yeah, I think we're both really looking forward to sharing all the different episodes and how how they kind of took us through that that explaining how to make the most out of a, your mentor your mentor mentee relationship 
Definitely. And there's a lot more to come, a lot more questions to be answered. So thanks everyone for tuning into this initial episode of MentorWise from BC4A and ITC. Hope you enjoyed it and look out for more expert mentor and mentee guidance coming up in this podcast. This podcast is brought to you by VC4A and the International Trade Center's Youth and Trade Program. You can find the link to subscribe in the show notes below. You can also find us on the ITC website, just for young entrepreneurs, www.yeycommunity.com. And don't forget to sign up for VC4A to take advantage of their mentorship marketplace. You can do so through the link provided in the show notes. Remember, your mentor-mentee relationship has to be extremely comfortable and has to be extremely honest. Uh, You want to be able to, in life, see around the corners, uh, and a mentor can help you do that. It's extremely important to have mentors, but it is also extremely crucial to be a mentor. So if you have benefited from your mentors, then please pay it forward.